0: Welcome to the SDR Disco Call Vidcast and Podcast, a show designed for brand new sales reps working in the world of tech sales. I'm your host, Neil Buyan, and I'm going to be taking you on a journey on the SDR Disco Call Vidcast and Podcast. Did you know that you can watch this show live with the guests on YouTube? This show is available on YouTube at happyselling.io. Hello listeners and watchers, welcome to another episode of the SDR Disco Core podcast and vidcast. I'm really excited about today's show and guests that we have on. Just a gentle reminder, if you're listening to this in your local podcast platform, please give us a rating and subscribe. And equally, if you're watching this on our Happy Selling YouTube channel, please like, comment and subscribe down below. So with today's guest, this is somebody that reached out to me on email a few weeks ago, giving reasons as to why they think they should be a guest on this show. So one thing led to another and we had a disco call and I learned about this person's journey, passion and love for sales development. I thought, yep, we need to get you on the show. So I'd love to introduce Victoria Umanova. How are you doing today, Victoria? Victoria
1: Hi, Neil. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. What about you? Happy
0: Friday. Yep. Hell yeah. Happy Friday. So we're now in March 2022. It's not sunshining in the UK, but we've got some sunshine in with yourself, some Hawaiian tropical tribes going on there, Victoria. Uh, But Victoria, for the listeners and for the watchers out there, can you tell us who are you? Where are you based in the world? What do you currently do? And what do they do?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Victoria, as you mentioned, and um, I'm based in Barcelona, but I'm originally from Russia. Um, I've been based in Spain for a bit more than five years. I'm b- bilingual, uh, I think, in uh, English, Russian, and also I'm pretty fluent in Spanish. I nice. work in Spanish as well. And now I'm also trying to learn some German. That is a pretty tough part.
0: <laughs> Wunderbar. And, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of like, uh, so you're based out in Barcelona at the moment, originally from Russia. You can speak multiple languages. That's freaking yeah. cool from my opinion. Um, so who do you work for and what do they do, Victoria?
1: I work for, I truly believe, the best company in the world, and it is WorkCata. We do workflow automation and platform integration. So we're uh, making the life easier for everyone by automating the processes.
0: I love that. Automate it makes it quicker and speedier. So shouts out to Workato as well. Um, and in terms of like outside of sales, like what kind of floats your boat? What things do you like to get up to?
1: Um, I guess I'm pretty active person. I go to the gym very, very often, regular. I do all kinds of sports like tennis, paddle, pole dancing. And I think also one of my biggest passions is uh, hiking. Um, so I'm pretty happy to live here in Barcelona because we have both. We have the sea, we have mountains, and the nature here is just incredible. So I really love to take my time and go to the mountains to connect with the nature and with myself. Oh, that's
0: so cool. So very active outdoorsy sort of person uh, with an element of fitness and I think we was comparing notes earlier in terms of training regimes so like hats off to you and salute Victoria. So obviously we were looking at your LinkedIn profile like before I met with yourself a few weeks ago and kind of like seeing your journey so I've seen that you've had experience of being a sales manager, you've been an assistant manager, you've worked in the role as a key account manager at Rambler, natural. Um, and also you'd worked at study QA, where you were a partnerships development manager, head of partnerships for about a year. Uh, and then most recently, you came to Workato, where you've been for the last year and two months. But you've been, and obviously you're going to fill me in on this, but you've been a solutions advisor for Amia, a senior solutions advisor for Amia, and strategic enterprise solution advisor for Amia. So obviously, before you came on, Michael, I was like, this is a show for SDRs. And I was like, what do you do? So could you give us a bit of context as to these different roles uh, at WorkAuto? Sure. And also, what was your journey from, you know, going from sales manager in all those places to where you ended up now?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely, I think I just, you know, naturally fell into sales. So as you mentioned, I started my sales career a long time ago, uh, back then in Russia, but I um, I was never in tech sales. So I came uh, to tech sales almost one year ago, like a bit more, mm. but um, I had zero experience about it. I had no idea what is it all about and what is like zero, is what I'm going to do. Okay, prospect, sell, mm-hmm. pitch, whatever. But um, I really believe that... You shouldn't be trying to sell and pitch on the first um on the first connection with a person. So that's why I use on my LinkedIn profile solution advisor mm-hmm. because I really like to advise about our solution and just to help out people and try to understand that there are so many opportunities you could do with automation and integration. And yeah, basically like um under solution advisor that is SDR. So I came from SDR being promoted then to senior SDR and now I just, like last month, I got promoted to strategic enterprise SDR. Well, basically it's BDR, but it's more or less the same.
0: I love that. Well, again, uh, firstly, congratulations on those promotions in the year space that you've had. And obviously I love the way, like, uh, this is a true topic. So sometimes we don't want to appear salesy on LinkedIn. And I give training around LinkedIn profiles. Um. And sometimes when I have things in people's taglines or their headlines, I advise them not to write what they do as their job title or what their company does in that headline under the picture. I say what people really want to know is how do you as a person from that Wakato help individuals in that sense? And oh, then at this point people are saying, So basically are you saying we shouldn't put sales on a profile? I'm like, No. I'm like There's no shame in working sales or putting on it, but that will go down literally towards the bottom of your LinkedIn profile in the actual job title and and what you do as work. But also, um, true story, like when I worked at Zora years ago, I had enterprise SDR on my profile, right, Mm -hmm. and in my headline. And I was trying to connect with CFOs, CTOs, CIOs, CMOs, and CEOs, and I wasn't connecting with anyone. So one day I went to my uh, CO team and I said, team, I'm an SDR, and I think people don't want to connect with me because I'm an SDR. And I'm wondering, can I change the title of what I put on my profile? And he was like, to what? And I said, well, we advise companies how to go into a subscription business and how to launch into SaaS. So maybe I can be a subscription business consultant. And he said, <laughs> yeah, I don't see a problem with it, but just remember you cannot BS that you are a type of consultant. So for example, I could never say, uh, all right, just because I go to the gym, I'm a fitness consultant, right? Because <laughs> I'm not there. Or, you know, I'm a doctor or, you know, I specifically consult in a sort of firm, etc., cetera, like Deloitte. So he said, always keep it true to kind of what you advise people that you're doing. And don't BS your job title to sound more important than what you really are. And I said, okay, cool. So we agreed on subscription business consultant. And to your point, yeah, people started connecting with me. And, like, and that, that's the thing. Every time I got into a call, um, they're like, so what do you do? I said, well, my company does this, but my job or my role is to help new people that are launching subscription businesses figure out how to do it. That's what I do. And they're like, ah, so kind of like a consultant. I was like, yeah, you got it. There you go. So I agree with you in terms of like renaming these conventions on your LinkedIn profile. Um, And love that. But sorry, I digress. So with yourself and the career, like coming from Russia, being first into, this is like your first tech sales job. Mm -hmm. You've been doing it for a year. You've been promoted. What would you, you know, like, where well, you had no idea of SAS or SDRing or, you know, prospecting or doing all this stuff? And now you've kind of gotten all to these promotions, which shows that, you know, you're doing successfully well. What do you think the other Victoria would have been thinking to hear this a year on?
1: Well, I think um, somewhere inside me, I w- she would still believe that this is possible to do achieve because I'm the person who is always... Uh, trying to learn something new, who is always um, trying to um, motivate people to um, spread the positive energy and to, you know, just to get all the information from the people around and to learn from them. So, um, of course, it's possible, but um, I would never imagine that in one year in a completely new uh, industry for me, I could um, qualify to a President's Club. And that's actually what I just did.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. So, for, again, for the listeners and watchers, uh, Victoria has come into this without that sort of experience or understanding what's going to happen. You've been very successful. You love spreading positive vibes, you know, putting out there, helping people, coaching people, motivate people. <laughs> um, and a year on, you've now been promoted to the point where you've now made it to President's Club and you're soon going on holiday somewhere. Where are you going, Victoria? So
1: jealous. Oh, I
0: Hawaii, right? So,
1: and to that point, I just wanted to add that maybe um, talking about the titles and uh, talking about what would you think about it um, back looking back then, yeah. Yeah. you can be whatever you want to be. Mm. So, and you can be whatever you believe you can be. So, just you know, um, as a general, um, I don't know, maybe motivational speech in here. Please. Just you know, um, just believe in yourself and uh, come in with zero background, know that um, everything is possible. And I'm saying that because I know that a lot of people who are listening to your podcast, they're just recently started in SDR role and they're just lo- looking for the tips. And sometimes this journey is not that easy and it's it's really hard to to understand where should you start with, uh, what you should read, what books, what podcasts, and sometimes it could feel like you are just stuck and it's not working, but no. It will work eventually.
0: A hundred percent. And thank you so much for the motivation, um, Victoria. <laughs> and, you know, like, if we to zoom in on that point uh, that you said where, like, you know, you can do this, you, like, you have to believe in yourself. Um, and obviously for a lot of new SDRs, this is something hard to fathom because it comes with a lot of fear of uncertainty and the unknown especially when you have no experience. So if I give you a true story, one of my reps at the moment, uh, Farida, shouts out to Farida if you're listening in. Um, she was somebody that came out of university. She had no textiles experience. We hired her back in December. And I was taking her through all this training. And I remember at the end of every week, I was like, how are you feeling? She's like, this is a lot of information to take in. My brain feels like it's going to explode. Uh, and, uh, but I could also notice there was just that, that, that thing that I've seen with a lot of STLs is that uncertainty and fear like should I have really applied for this job and yeah, why am I here and what the hell am I doing in this room with these people and um, I remember at the beginning of January like having the one-to-ones with her and I just said like so like how, how are you feeling about this month and she's like scared, shit scared Neil, I'm not gonna lie and I said why are you scared and she said well I'm seeing all these other SDRs booking these meetings they've like they can effortlessly talk to somebody on the phone and every time they book a disco, it goes off in slack and everyone's like, oh, yay, celebrating. And I said, okay, but they were in exactly the same shoes as you like six months ago and they had no experience. And it comes with time. She says, I know Neil, but I want to be successful. I want to hit the ball. I want to this. I want to do that. And I said, stop saying you like, this is stuff that you want to do. I said, you will do it and you have to believe in it. And I said, I didn't hire you for a reason other than because I think you have that potential but you really have to believe in yourself and true Absolutely. and like week to week we have the one-to-ones and she'll come to me with these fears these pains these challenges and I'm like please bring me your problems I love problems and the reason that I love problems is if I can help people figure out their problems and fix them then I can do that for myself that's how I learn that's why I love coaching um but I think most recently so we are oh, okay cut long story short we get to the end of February she's booked 14 discos and she's like top performer in the team And I sit down on the one-to-one and I say, yeah, shout out to Frida. And I say to her, I was like, so if we go back to the Frida of January, remember how you were feeling? She was like, yeah. And I said, what did I tell you at that point? She said, Neil, remember this moment because you're going to remember it in a month's time and you're going to be smiling. And I said, are you smiling? She's like, yes. And I said, are you happy? She's like, yes. And I said, are you fearful? She's like, yes. And I said, about what? She said, next month, am I going to be able to do it again? And I said, only you know that and only you can Mm -hmm. do that. But she said like, a, like she was going to go into a call the other day with a AE and talk to a prospect and a big enterprise company and things are going really well. And she said, "Oh, I'm just getting really stressed and overwhelmed. And I said, you need to take a step back and look at how far you've come. And I said, Farida, um, so she's Egyptian. And for some reason, we keep having Muhammad Ali uh, analogies with each other. And I said, think about all right? you're Muhammad Ali's daughter, right? And I'm your coach. Mm-hmm. And every time this prospect is punching you, you need to know the punch to come back to it. So if somebody's saying, I want this done for you by this time, and you need to do this, that's overwhelming you, block. Then think to yourself, okay, I hear what you're saying. I will check my current workload, and I'll come back to you with an update tomorrow. I'm not going to do the work tomorrow, but I'm going to come back to you with an update. And then we kept practicing this. He said, Neil, but I can't always have you like help me on this. I need to be able to do this myself. And I said, Stop being hard on yourself and stop trying to be the enterprise SDR of people that have done it for 12 months because you're not there yet. And to your point, Victoria, enjoying this journey because it's tough. But I said, Farida, close your eyes. She's like, okay, imagine a boxing ring. I said, okay, now imagine you're sitting in the boxing ring. She was like, yes. And I said, who's normally behind the boxer in the boxing ring when they're sitting down? She's like, the coach. And I said, what am I? She said, the coach. And I was like, well, there you go. So we do this together, right? We enjoy this journey. And that's how, and I said to her, do you feel motivated? She's like, yeah, I feel it. I said, okay, go smash the meeting. Let's go do it. And she books two more meetings after that meeting as well. So, but you know, like thing of for new people that are watching this show, they're like, how do I believe in myself? Sometimes you have, and Les Brown says this, you need to believe in the belief of others in you before yes. your own kicks in. And I do this as a coach, as a manager. I'm always scared, like, am I doing a right job or not? But when I hear VP saying, yeah, Neil, like, smashing it, well done, I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. So, no, Neil,
1: that was very beautiful. And I think this is very important for new starters in this career to have a really great coach and mentor who could. See and who could help them see that in themselves and to believe in themselves and just gently push and gently have their back when something is not going the right way because in the end sales and SDRs is a very challenging environment and uh, one month of course you're hitting your KPIs but you can't really predict if you're going to hit it next time. There is seasonality. There are so many different factors. Something could happen. Like, you know, world is so unpredictable, yeah. and like especially now, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, just having this belief in yourself and also having fun with what you do. Mm. This is really beautiful. And I really believe that sales is such a great place to be because in this job, um, you can be so creative and you you are so free to express yourself. Mm. It's like, it's never boring. Like one day you can just, you know, open your laptop and today you are a good policeman. But to, like tomorrow you want to play a bad policeman. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you can just try multiple roles, multiple attitudes and uh, just improvise all the time. And it's never boring. So just have fun with that. Anyway. Don't be so hard on yourself, but just enjoy the journey
0: hundred percent. So a question that I, and like you said, enjoy the journey, like believe in yourself, you know, this is tough and yeah, life of an SDR is very tough. And this is why I feel for so many, and this is why I launched the show because I want to help as many as out there that are looking to get into this. But for yourself, you. when you had those moments of doubt, when you're, you know, needing to believe in self, how do you motivate yourself, Victoria? How do you get that belief in yourself? How do you build that fire and motivation for yourself?
1: That's a very very good question and I think um there's no um there's no rule for me what I should do to motivate back myself but I think I'll always go for a walk I'll go always go for to the nature I'll try to listen to great music that helps me to reconnect with myself but um at the same time I'll look back at what I managed to achieve uh, I'll tell myself like you're doing great mm-hmm. it's okay it's okay to lose sometimes. Yep. And I'm very challenging and I'm very, um, I don't know, like I, I love to win, right? And uh, it's pretty hard to lose, but I need to understand that I lost today. Uh, today, yeah, but yeah. I will win tomorrow and I will win the like in two days or in three days. But also more than that, it's also about the mentor and the coach I have. Mm-hmm. So like I, I really got to, to be very lucky to have my current manager who is helping me out so much and who basically was holding my hand through all my journey and he's just uh almost every day he's just reminding me how great i am and i right. could do more
0: i love that Th- thank you for sharing that as well and like I w- i'd love to ask that as well because obviously at the minute i'm a manager to a team and i'm always interested to know like how other managers work but what i'm always interested in i think the thing i wouldn't say i struggle so much is when i have my one-to-ones with my reps I always ask them the question, I either ask two questions at the end and I said, you know, like, what can I do to be a better manager for you between now and next week? Another question that I'm starting to ask is, how would you like these one-to-ones to go? What's actually really effective for you? What helps you, like, when you come to this meeting? Some reps say, like, Neil, I just need somebody to crack a whip to make sure that I'm on top of my KPIs. Other people are like, I just want to speak about this specific meeting, or I just want feedback on this specific call. I wanted to know from you, somebody that's now you know aspiring and becoming a top performer and going off to Hawaii on the present club, which is so freaking cool. I'm so jealous. <laughs> like, what is it that makes one to ones, or like you know your coach, your manager? What's helpful for you, especially as a new SDR and aspiring to where you're going? What do you need for help?
1: I guess, like my manager, he has like a superpower um, to see what's important for every single person. So he. Um, he managed to treat every single person differently according to their needs, understanding what's the thing that they actually care about. So um, apart from being driven by obviously money, Money, right? Because we're all in sales, um, mostly because of that. Uh, Let's be very honest in this. Um, There are some people who actually care about more uh, career progression in terms of management or some people actually care about recognition. Like I am. So yeah. for example, my manager always makes sure that um, people know me, people know that I'm doing great. And uh, even though my, our company is growing crazy, like we're, we just doubled or maybe even tripled. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I lost the count to be very <laughs> honest. So like we're doing really great and I can't be more happy about that. Um, he still makes sure that everyone is aware of my achievements. And yeah. this is really that warms my heart. I, and I love it. And like during our ones to ones, obviously I always try to make them as efficient as possible, but I'm also the kind of person who tries to write down as much as possible because you wouldn't remember that exact thought that came to your mind yesterday or just like a minute ago just write it down always you got an interesting objection just write it down and then later on on your one-to-one talk to your manager talk to your peers and just discuss what could you do about that so I always write down the questions I have all the doubts I have so that we could go through them and just okay click 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 done solved let's go and rock
0: I love that I absolutely love that and you know like you said writing down all those questions like as they come and then bringing them to the one to one i think that's beautiful because like me myself like every time i go into a company um i've always got like a notepad and yes. i'll always have like my discovery notes so for the watchers out there you can see discovery notes there but what i always do is i always go to the back and i kind of leave a couple of blank pages where if i hear something for the first time and it's yes. new i write it down if um, I've got an issue or I see like an inefficiency in a process or something like that, I just write, you know, how that works and kind of thinking like, why the hell are they doing that? Um, so that when I go in with my client or the person that I'm working with uh, in our one-to-one, I can bring up these topics. So it's always good to have like a pen and paper to hand next to you to write this down or on your laptop and Mac and just put it in notepad. Absolutely. Um, but I think, you know, as a manager, what really helps me is and I love the way that you put it is trying to make it as efficient for not only yourself but for them as well. So I kind of I have like a one to one template where I ask the SDRs the night before the one to one to fill in the one to one sheet to say what are your highlights of the week? What were your wins? You know, what are you currently working at the moment? How are you gonna get there? Um and where do you need my help between now and next week? And I always ask my reps to do this. And sometimes it, we come to the meet. So, with me, I'm in back to back meetings all day long, right? I'm managing, coaching lots of people on average, anywhere you know, between 50 to 100 SDRs a week and running wow. a podcast, right? I'm a busy dude. So, when I come to the meeting, I'll always have a buffer between one, one to one, and one meeting. So, I will dive mm-hmm. into Google Drive and look at this. And what it helps me do is see, okay, where is my rep at? Where do they need help? And then I can automatically think, right, I've got this blog, I've got this cadence, I've got this blueprint, or I can talk to this, or maybe they just need a bit of coaching and it helps me prepare. Unfortunately, sometimes reps do not fill in the sheet or they're filling it in on the day. And I'm going in between meetings and I'm trying to check the notes and I don't see things filled out. So when it comes to the meeting, what I'll actually say to them is, okay, we're going to take 10 minutes and I'd like you to fill it out here and now and i don't do this as a stickler but what i'm trying to show is the impact to people's time i said if you haven't prepared it then i'm not prepared now we're going to waste 10 minutes or lose yep. 10 minutes of you filling it out and some people see that as harsh but i just think and wearing that we got to work together and do this but i just wanted to know like with your manager how do you prep for your meetings how do you know what to come with and what to say rather than just have a blank of i don't know i just want to talk i don't know what i want to talk about how how do you prepare for it
1: i just I guess I'm just naturally a curious person. I have uh, so many questions every day. <laughs> I don't have to worry about them. <laughs> like I have questions that come out, uh, come up in my head constantly. Like um, there is just a company meeting, team meeting. Uh, I have a question. Like I'm always the person who has a lot of questions and also a lot of. Um, let's say new ideas. So I'm always full of ideas that I would like to implement. So I'm just looking at the process and I'm like, "Hmm, this could be done differently. Mm. What about this?" Like, so I'm constantly thinking, and sometimes I'm overthinking. And you really need to step back there mm. to take it easy sometimes and just like stop overthinking. But yeah, to back to the point. I don't think like I prepare any more than just having writing down their questions of course we have our goals and i think goals is like very important yeah. and uh, not just only in coaching but also um let me say so um i think you need to have goal in everything because otherwise you will be just flowing somewhere. And you can tell me that I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. If you don't have a goal, if you don't have a clear goal, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to be stuck. You're going to be just stuck in this process, doing the same stuff every day without clear purpose. Mm. So what I'm saying here is that I really believe that uh, you need to have goal for three, five, one year, but also to have goal for the week. And if it's possible, even for the day, just to have an understanding of what would you like to achieve today? Mm. Whether it's going to be like, you need to have, I don't know, 50 calls today. You need to make 50 connections today or you need to book two meetings, five meetings, depends. And if you don't get there, it makes you a space to actually look back and think, okay, why didn't get there? Why didn't get those two meetings? Why didn't get those 50 calls? What stopped me? Was I distracted by the phone, Instagram, social media? Then you need to do something about that. If your goal in one year is something that you would really like to achieve, right?
0: Hell to the MF. M- <laughs> M- 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 <laughs> yeah, I-, I 100% agree with you. Um, and we're going to come back on this goal a bit in a moment. But um, the way that I relate to that is I have daily goals and I have my calendar as to what I want to achieve in that day. So what's my end goal? So today is to make sure, so normally I work as an SDR manager Monday to Thursday. So I'm mm-hmm. serving a client today is a happy selling day. So I say, this is the goal for this is to make it my day. So do things that I love doing, which is training, doing podcasts, catching up with my creative team. This is my day. That's my goal. Right. And then obviously I have goals for the week. So this week it's to reconnect with family or to do something that scares the hell out of me and mm-hmm. overcome that fear. Um, what's that Sagan. What's that? So, I'm very curious now. So my, all right, So uh, as we was mentioning before the show, I'm currently doing something called 75 hard, which is working out twice a day. And it's a very regimented thing where no cheap meals for 75 days, a gallon of water. And my goal is to make sure that I can do this and I don't fail on this plan, that I go to the gym twice and to see if I can you know, lose further weight and I can do this. And I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody else other than myself, because I've never done this before. And it is scary. So doing 200 press-ups like in, in, in one session, I could never have done that. But now I can do this. It still hurts, and it still takes time. It takes me about three or four minutes to completely get it done. But I'm like, wow, that's what I want to get done. And then you have goals in months. And I think the problem that I used to have when I was a younger SDR is I always thought I had to have my goals for my three-year, my five-year, and my 10-year plan figured out. And what I kind of learned is it's good to have short-term goals, long-term goals but then aspirational goals so ultimately my aspirational goals is when i'm I'm not going to say my age on the show but when i get to a certain age i'm going to retire uh, and not do happy selling like training i do but i'm going to have a team that does that so that i can retire from actually doing the day-to-day job um, and become like a business owner so therefore i'm making passive income and i can then go just spend time with my son and i can do what i want with blake where he says to me, "Daddy, I want to live with you, and I want—I will have the power to say where do you want to go: Japan, Tokyo, Paris, Russia, wherever. Let's just go do it. That's my aspirational goal." And I always say to That'd myself, "I don't fun. know how I'm going to get there, but I know if I follow these daily, monthly, yearly goals, and I keep consistent, as I do with the gym, I'm going to get there." But you're somebody that's kind of on the same mindset of goal setting. Um, but what I'd love to know before the newbies and listeners listening and watching this show. Imagine they say to you, Victoria, but I don't know what my goal is or I don't know what I should set as a goal. What advice would would you give to them about goal setting?
1: Uh, Dream big, start small. Mm -hmm. So don't believe, uh, don't be afraid of uh, just dreaming big. Just, I don't know, if you're dreaming once, if just there was a dream at some point, you just woke up and you thought, I want a yacht. Just randomly, just put it down. Just put it down, just write it down. And if that's your real dream, you will find a way to get there. You know, If that's not your real dream, you'll look at that and you'll think like, mm, I don't really need a yacht. But if I like sailing, maybe I'd rather charter yachts. Mm. And then mm, what could I do to start chartering yachts, right, to rent them? So um, if that's your real dream, it will come to you and it, you will be able to um, let's say break them down and find the ways to get them every day, get gets every day closer to those goals and dreams. Yeah.
0: I absolutely yeah. love that. That that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like dreaming big and don't be afraid to dream big, and then like breaking it down piece by piece and then making it more manageable to help you with the short term, the long term, and then to get that dream Correct. big aspirational goal. And I think um, I was. I'm forever on Instagram uh, If anybody's watching or isn't following us at happyselling.io. Follow us, that'd be great. Um, but there was this guy called Donald C. Kelling and he runs the Sales Evangelist Podcast and he's also in the habit of helping SDRs. And he put a post on which really resonated with me and I'm going to be paraphrasing here because I can't remember fully how he worded this, but it was along the lines of, uh, it's all fine to dream and, you know, talk about it. Talking about it is one thing. That's the start of it. That's vocalizing it. And then he said, it's all great putting it on a vision board uh, and wanting to believe in and envisioning it happening to you, right? So that's part of the laws of attraction. But the th- last piece he said, which really resonated with me, is when you schedule it, it becomes real, right? Yes. So uh, I've got like things in my calendar where I say, by this point, I'm going to have this many customers. Or by this point, I'm going to have this weight. Or by this point, I'm going to go on this holiday to this place. By putting it in my calendar, if anybody's ever seen my calendar, it's freaking crazy. And it caused my PA said to me the other day, "Like, how the hell do you manage your time?" And like, I schedule it and I time block it, right? Mm-hmm. But by scheduling it, you, it will come into reality, you know. And that's like, like you say, like if you want to achieve those goals, like if you're an SDR, put it in your calendar. Say that if you want to go on holiday by this point, do it. If you want to go to the gym before you start prospecting, do it. Say, if you want to book enterprise meetings, create an enterprise slot in your calendar and get it done. Um, Exactly. um, And And to this
1: point, if I can just add, I think discipline is what makes the difference. And discipline, belief in yourself and goals, that's what moves you forward. And like to your point, you're doing this 70 days challenge, right? I'm currently doing... The same almost challenge. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that effective as you are. So, um, I'm doing just only 37 days every day going to the gym, trying to eat clean. Although I had cheat days, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm not that as good as you are, but I'm going there and getting there. So yeah, every day waking up, going to the gym, um, having a clear goal, understanding what I want to do, what I want to achieve. And, um, I think like in general in our company, we're, very very big believers that it's very important to become one percent better every day and just to try to understand what you could do for, to, to get there to achieve that
0: 100 percent, victoria and you know it's the thing is like where les brown also says like practice makes and then the audience goes perfect he's like wrong practice makes progress if you can improve by that one percent every day you just want to improve on the person that you were before the day yesterday right and improve exactly. by one percent every day minus compound growth. And I've said this multiple times in the show, but that's 365% growth in a year. You've done that. You know, you came into this world of tech sales, not knowing, and like you've exponentially grown with compound interest. You know, you're off to Hawaii and like you're going into president club, like I'm really happy for you. And you know, it's, it's the discipline element. And another thing that I just picked up on is like, where you said not as good as me. And here's something I'd love to like, pick apart a little bit further, because I've heard this in the last few weeks from a lot of people that I've spoken to, and I want to change their mindset on it, right? And what I mean by that, Victoria, is i give an example. Speaking to one rep, Justin, like, Neil, you're the sales development expert, so that's why I've come to you. Or, Neil, you're gymming really well, and I'm not doing it as well as you. And, Neil, you've done this. And I always hear that. I'm like, my first and reaction is, and this is just me being transparent, is like, stop putting yourself down, right? Right? <laughs> Because whenever I look at aspirational people, rather than say, I'm not as good as you, what I think, my mindset is, I wanna be like that and I wanna to aspire to that level, but in my own way. So when I was speaking to Justin the other day, I said, You wanna be this top SDR, you wanna be more time organizing, like how the hell are you do it? And I said, Dude, watch what I do, but don't try and do what I do. You need to figure out your own way of how you get there, right? I can give you some frameworks and I can give some plays. But everything I've done, like the 75 hard challenge, I've watched how other people have done it online, but I've taken elements of that because Mm -hmm. it's asking me that I have to go outside and do a workout for 45 minutes. I don't want to do that. I walk in the mornings anyway, so I'm going to do my two 45 minutes at the gym. It works for me and that's how I'm going to get it. Still getting the same results. And then, then, you know, like being disciplined with it. This is kind of how I got into discipline. And I did this conversation again with one of my reps, Julia Barange or Julia out there at Happy Oak shouts julia um whenever somebody's saying they really want something and they want to be successful they want to do this i always ask them the question like why right yeah and the way that i do this is the way my therapist taught me which was here are three core cool questions that therapists asked and this is why they earn loads and loads of money and it's the most simplest questions so the first question you ask yourself is what do you want and most reps that answer to that tell me I want to hit my target, and I'm said okay. I'm going to ask you again, why is it that you want to hit your target? And they're like, so I can prove to the company that I'm a good SDR. I said, I'm going to ask you again, why do you want to hit your target? Like because I want to prove to myself that I can be a great SDR. I said okay, well, why do you want to do that? And they said, so I can earn commission. I thought like, ah okay, here we go. <laughs> why do you want to earn that commission? So I said because I, so I can leave home, mum and dads, and I can go and get my own apartment. I said okay, there you go, that's what you really want right? So always ask yourself the question, what do you want? And then I ask, what do you really want? The next question I ask that rep is, how are you going to get there? And they're like, maybe I need to be more consistent with my time management. Maybe I need to double down on my prospecting. Okay, go on. Anything else? And they're like, maybe I need to ask your help more often rather than sitting there and trying to figure it out myself. Okay, Okay, this is great. Cool. Uh, and then maybe I need to like start upping my cold calling and you know start leading discovery calls on my own rather than just leaving it to the AE. I'm like, all right, great. And then here's the most important question, and apologies, this show does contain profanity at some points and I'm going to do it now because it's the same question I ask my reps is, what the fuck are you going to do about it? you tell me that you want to be able to earn good money so you can move out your parents. You realize you need to double put down on prospecting you need to do this. And then I ask you what the fuck you can do it. Nine times out of 10, they said, okay, I now have the answer. I just need to do it. I'm like, bingo, there you go.
1: Exactly. And in majority of times, um, coaching is so beautiful because it helps you to find out the questions that already you have inside yourself. You know those questions, but you, you just never ask yourself. And with great coach, with coaching, you can get get to those answers and be more productive and successful. And I just wanted to touch base once again, um, not once again, but to your point of help. Mm. I think it's very important um, to see and um, sales and SDRing as a collaborative sport because a lot of people, they, um, they do it solo. And I think that's not a really good way of doing that.
0: Mm, like really the lone wolf sort of mentality.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. I I really think that it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to ask for help. And a lot of people don't do that. They're just too afraid to ask. They're just too afraid to look stupid or just something like, not not, not stupid even, but like look unprofessional. Mm. But that's okay. It's okay to look unprofessional and like go and ask for help and try to get a really good coach who could try to, who could help you to find out the, the answers
0: and you know like you said like find a good coach and again don't be afraid to look unprofessional like if my reps ever say oh, no I've got this really good idea I'm like why don't you go talk to marketing and say it? that's a great idea mm-hmm. like yeah but it's not really my place I'm like what do you mean it's not your place I'm like you're in a startup we're like the first founding members to an extent we're trying to grow this is how startups grow this is entrepreneurial spirit go for okay. it share it you know um but like when you're saying like having a good coach, I understand that sometimes you can have a great coach and mentor in a business. But sometimes you may find external coaches or influences in your life, which also help. And I was just wondering, Victoria, by the sounds of it, and my gut feeling tells me that you're somebody that doesn't just have one coach or mentor in your life. Do you have any other external things that like motivate your people or people that you go to advice?
1: No, not really. Um, I have just one coach, mentor, manager, that yeah. just, just my, one person. But in general, I just try to get inspired by all the great leaders um, out there, just sales leaders, not just sales leaders, entrepreneurs. Um, there are a lot of amazing people that you could learn from that you just need to want to learn from that. Just to be hungry mm. and always le- ready to to get something new there. And just, you know, um, everyone is basically asking now those kind of questions on their podcast. And there are tons of podcasts you can touch base on. Psychology, I don't know, entrepreneurship, um, um, sales, whatever, basically. You can find whatever is interesting for you. For you. Um, so you just can listen to those podcasts. And when they ask questions, ask those questions to yourself. And answer those, you know? So I think that helps me grow naturally. I
0: love it. Thank you so much. And just out of curiosity, because it's a question that I asked on our original disco call like this show, we're trying to get it out to as many SDRs out there uh, to come across. And I'm privileged and very honored and humbled that I get to meet new people that I've never met in my life before or, mm-hmm. you know, would have had the potential to, unless it was for this podcast. So, how did you come across this podcast, and like, how did you find out about it, and like, what recommendations would you say for people that may be listening into this for the first time, Victoria?
1: Um, so, as I said, I'm always hungry. I'm always looking for new information, and I was just looking for SDR tips. SDR, what can I do to be one percent better every day? Yeah. And then I just came across your your podcast, and I thought it's beautiful. So, and I just wanted to contributes to share my own experience with people to motivate them. And I hope I managed to do so. And, um, yeah, I don't know, like having fun, um, in, uh, is our journey is very important. And, um, I just wanted to inspire people to do that.
0: Well, you've inspired the hell out of me and I <laughs> assume a lot of the people listening and watching to this show are inspired and it's been great to have you on the show to share your wisdom, to share your motivations. I'm pumped up for my next recording and meeting, so thank you so much for that. Um, and also guests and listeners uh, and watchers as well, we'd love to thank you for joining us on this journey so far. As with all guests, we'll be putting Victoria's LinkedIn profile into our show notes. So if you'd like to reach out to her to connect, to pick up brain, to get motivated as well, feel free to do so. Um, and obviously, we're going to be watching your LinkedIn to see as you keep scaling and you keep growing uh, into this this great sales profession. I'm so proud and happy for you at the same time. But Thank as you we... so much. You're <laughs> more than welcome. And as we're coming to the end of the show, uh, as the pertinent question I'd love to ask is, so imagine a year and a half ago, uh, you have this young Victoria that's just about to embark on this tech sales career and journey. What three bits of advice would you give to her?
1: Um, that's a really good one. So believe in yourself. Smile. Keep smiling and uh, have fun. And um, yeah, just be open to everything. Don't be afraid to um, to make mistakes and be curious. Stay curious because staying curious and asking a lot of questions is very important in, uh, in the SDR role and in sales in general. And it's way more important to just be able to pitch right. So it's a bit more than three, but (laughs) (laughs) this is,
0: (laughs) this is out of of my mind. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much. So Victoria, are there any shout outs or kudos that you'd like to give on today's show?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I think that's my, my, um, my manager, uh, Michael G. from Workado, who, uh, as I mentioned earlier, he was holding my hand and he's still doing that, pushing me, um, to the sky, to the stars, and of course, my beautiful team uh, with whom we were so collaborative and helpful, supportive, and everything else. And I just wanted to say, um, as you will be sharing my LinkedIn profile, if there is someone out there lost in the journey, doesn't know what to do, how to improve, where to go, where to look, what to read, anything like full of questions, you can just drop me note, and I'll be more than happy to guidance
0: to inspire you that's really lovely of you victoria and that's exactly what we want to do we want to build this community of people helping each sure. other out especially when they're starting out in this career so thank you for doing so so listeners guests watchers again thank you for joining us on this journey with victoria today if you're listening to this in your local plod plod podcast <laughs> platform please make sure that you rate us and you subscribe to the show If you're watching this on our happyselling.io YouTube channel, please like, comment, subscribe. And equally, uh, if you have any questions for future guests, please comment and send in your questions to podcasts at happyselling.io. And we'd love to bring these to the guests to answer those burning SDR questions that you may have. But this is me, Neil, your host for the SDR Disco Core Vidcast and Podcast. Thank you very much for joining. And Victoria, thank you, and happy selling
1: you know it was an absolute pleasure thank you for this opportunity and have a great weekend and happy friday
0: happy friday thank you very much thank you so much for listening to our show today If you work in tech sales and have a career or story that you'd love to share, then please email us at podcast at happyselling.io and we'll be in contact to book in a show. Disco call one word, at bcast, which is b-c-a-s-t dot email, and you'll be added to our mailing list. We're also on the lookout for new guests, so if you work in the world of sales development as an SDR, BDR, MDR, or ADR, and feel that you have an important message or story to share, feel free to email us at podcast at happyselling.io, and we'd love to have you on board.